What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, ballers? I'm your host, Jonathan Jones, and this is the Beyond the Ball podcast. We had an amazing opportunity this past week to interview a Super Bowl winning champion. He goes by none other than the name of James Starks. Just wanted to give you all a heads up that there may be some uh, times in the broadcast to where it might sound like we lose a little bit of sound quality and then we get it back. But I want to just let you know that during these quarantine times, uh, recording over the Zoom platform at times can affect the overall quality of the message. But I would encourage you to stick around and hang for the entirety of the program because we talk about a lot of different things. We talk about how James is setting himself and his family up for success. We talk about what the feelings he had were in the Super Bowl taking the field for the first time as a rookie. So I would encourage you to stay for the broadcast, listen to it, enjoy yourself, and then most importantly, ballers, make sure that you share it with another baller, with another teammate, with another friend. This is Jonathan Jones, and we're gonna go ahead and get into the Beyond the Ball interview with none other than Super Bowl winning James Starks. Welcome to Beyond the Ball Podcast. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, ballers? Welcome to the Beyond the Ball podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Jones, but I don't want to waste no time today talking about myself. Uh, man, want to go ahead and welcome in this gentleman, man. This, this, this is a gentleman who no introduction, uh, but I, I definitely want to – I'm really excited about, about this opportunity. Um, we're, we're bringing on a, a gentleman who is a, who is a recent NBA graduate, uh, you know what I'm saying, because education is, is the great equalizer. But in addition to that, he's also a former, also a former Green Bay Packer, and he and he's a Super Bowl champion, none other than Mr. James Stark. James, what's going on, bro? How you doing, man? How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm 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 good, man. You know, just trying to be safe, trying to stay inside, trying to follow instructions. Uh, man, but what about you? So you you're 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 in New York now. Where are you at? Um, I'm actually in Texas. I'm actually in Texas. I stay in Texas. Yeah, I stay in Texas now. Yeah, I moved to Texas. Uh, maybe two two years ago, two or three years ago. Yeah. Okay. I've been out here for a while, man. Out in Texas, social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I'm 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 not mad at you, but yeah, man. I mean, you I mean, you got to play it safe now, and just with these times and 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 everything that's that has been going on. So. So like, how, how have you been passing time uh, social distancing? Because I know a lot of people doing different stuff, but what, what have you been doing in this time? Uh, Well, I mean, we got, you know, those lakes and stuff around here where still social distancing. We've been swimming, get something for the kids to do on barbecuing or, you know, uh, we playing trouble, charades. Uh, we doing all of it, Monopoly, just, just – you know, and then the kids still got school a little bit. So, uh -huh. you know, we helping them with their, we being teachers as well. So, and then I'm, right now I'm, I'm a student too. You know what I mean? I went back to school again to get, you know, my um, 
software engineering degree. So after I'm done with that, I'm not going to go back to school. But yeah, that's pretty much how I've been doing my social distancing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so how, yeah, man, yeah. So how, how is that, James? You, you said software engineering. So what, what made yeah. you want to go back and get that one? Um, so like originally, like I always wanted to have my own company, right? But I wanted my company to be different than others companies right I want to be a home builder but I want to do it a little bit different right um I want to do a sustainable um green building to where my houses can you know pretty much is always the competition right so I'm still in the process of doing it but there's certain information I feel like I need from software engineering that's going to help my company go a little bit different than most okay dope, dope. So that's why I actually went back yeah. yeah. So is this something that you that like that you've always wanted to do or this is like this is a recent development or talk, talk a little bit about that? Um so when I was young, me, my dad, you know, just father son stuff. Uh some my brother wasn't really big with, but I like, you know what I mean? Like my old brother, he don't really do the whole construction stuff, putting things together stuff like that, but me and my dad would take these tasks and my dad can build decks from ground up or, you know, pretty much build a home from ground up. And he was always, you know, I would say um, basically a contractor, you know what I mean? And then I wanted to know, like, cause he would do all his work and we weren't that well off. And I'm like, you know, he pretty much building his home for cheaper prices than others. Like who is paying for it? You know what I mean? And so I'm like, well, this is something we love, but he's not getting what he needs sometimes. And I'm like, I want to be in a position to help those people like my dad who really didn't get up and give them a better opportunity to go somewhere with my company, right? And so it was more so let me go back to school to learn how to manage that whole process so I can help those people, you know, because my dad at the time, um, which he's he's corrected his life. He was in the streets and doing different things, um, basically doing drugs, man. And uh, so he would take those cheaper deals, and he was being used from that. You get what I'm saying? So I would, so I would see it, and I wanted to change that environment for 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 myself and make it a living, kind of. You know what I mean? But put people in better positions, kind of. So that was the reason why I actually went back for my project management. And then um, I would say after I got there, I started learning about sustainability, green building, um, preserving like the environment. Uh, and pretty much like uh, basically, basically how we are killing humanity, stuff like that. And I'm like, oh gosh, like hmm. how can you build, but build smarter and, uh, make it healthier for people to not uh, inhale certain VLCs and stuff like that. You get what I'm saying? So that's what pretty much after that, I just started taking off and trying to separate myself and start my own thing. And it's been taking a long time, but I just been being patient, doing it, trying to do the right steps pretty much. <laughs> if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Have I explained it here? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I definitely understand that because I mean, we, I mean, we know that there's a quick way to do some, some stuff, and then you know, on the other side, you know, being being patient and, and persevering, 
then you know you know how set set everything up to you know stay in the distance of time and all that. But but have you always been like humanitarian and have you always you know been like been philanthropic? Uh no I like I haven't man I'm not gonna lie like I would litter you know uh I would do certain things that you know we probably shouldn't do as kids but we we don't have that knowledge base or understanding and then um as you get older you learn more and you just want to try to raise your kids the best way you know how and it's like if I know all of this stuff you know let's try to get them on board now and that's that's part of like you know generation health generational health and generational wealth too you know what I'm saying just having them practice some of the same things that I'm learning about and I'm getting better at as I keep learning about them. You know what I mean? So I wasn't always like this. No, not at, not at all. And I still don't eat completely correct, but I don't eat near as bad as I used to. So, <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's about food and just, I mean, doing the right things, you know, trying to live healthier lives and, and and keeping this 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 world around because you see all of the stuff with global warming and all of that stuff is 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 a lot of stuff that's happening and the resources that we need are being killed killed off and how can we preserve those things you know what i'm saying so that's kind of like a big thing <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah because there's only so so much uh you know natural resources that we have and uh, i mean i don't I don't know if we're doing the best job being good stewards of everything, but. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, you can't help. I mean, you can't do it all. I can't do it all on my own, but a little bit always helps. And if you can pass on information to, to others and they can see the benefits from it, then they'll start doing it too. And it's like, it's a trickle effect. And that's kind of how when we buy cars and we doing all of this stuff, oh, look at all of this glamorous stuff. It's so nice, you know? everybody it trickled down is that trickle down effect and then we are just killing things off but if we can start doing the right things then boom boom boom, boom it trickled down as well and so we can start helping those things last longer and you know be around more yeah def definitely definitely james so i want to talk to you a little bit about being in the league man uh, okay and i mean i know you probably, probably get this like like all the time and but man what what is it like or what's the feeling that you have, man? Like if you just take yourself back back to man, just just preparing for the Super Bowl. Like take us in there with you, man. Give us like that feeling, you know, as you're preparing, either leading up for the Super Bowl or getting ready to run out. Like talk talk just a little bit about that. I, I want to just hear a little bit, uh, a little bit about that experience, man. Uh I mean, the first week, uh, I mean the first day or two, you know. Our families is up there. We're going to see our families. Um, before our family actually got there, I think we were um, – it was actually just the team. So we were going out, uh, moving around the city and stuff and just enjoying ourselves. You know, clubs, anything. You know, we didn't really have curfews, you know what I mean? And then we would have – well, we did have curfews, but it was late. It wasn't really a curfew, pretty much. And then we had to get up for practice and stuff, watch film and stuff, and just prepare. You know what I mean? And that was that was like the tedious stuff. Like you, like man, you want to enjoy yourself, but we came here for a job type thing. You know? So for me, I think it was 
we could have fun the first couple days to, to visit the city and enjoy ourselves as men. You know what I mean? And then as we're preparing for the game, like that comes later on. And so you had to, it was kind of tough as a rookie, right? To kind of switch that mode off and on. It's like, man, you still in party mode. You might have some liquor in your body, whatever at the time, you know? Yeah. So I'm enjoying yeah. myself and trying to be prepared for that at the same time. So it was kind of tough to, Stay focused. So we see people sometimes going in there. You like, man, they starting off slow. It's probably because the week we were having fun and enjoying ourselves. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but it all of them, all of the festivities that's around it. You know, you got to think. So many people are coming to enjoy that weekend or that week with us. So you got people that you might not have ever seen, and they performing at these clubs that we're getting in free for. And they want the team to come. You know what I mean? So it's it's a tough it's a tough situation to be prepared for football in. But I think a, a good thing about it is that Green Bay, like it depends on the organization, they do a good job of keeping you kind of like wired and ready for the game. So I was able to enjoy myself, but at the same time, you know, I had to click in and snap in. You know what I mean? So by the time the game came, I was ready. I was prepared. You know, I had a good time. And I was like, man, we get this ring. This is something you'll never forget. You know what I mean? Come out there and, you know, I'm walking out. I see Bill Clinton. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, oh, man, you a Dallas Cowboy fan? You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> I'm like, oh, gosh, you know what I'm saying? You, that's just something you – I'm like, I see the president. Like, he had the game, you know, walking out. And I'm just going to – to, to warm up, stretch, walk mm. out there, and it's already kind of like, hey, you know, uh, you might see, you know, celebrities all in the background and stuff like, oh, man, you know, like, I'm a rookie at this time, so it's exciting for me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like starstruck and stuff, and I'm enjoying my life to the fullest, you get know what I'm saying? So, man, about time the game came, and the first kickoff, the lights went off and stuff, man, the national anthem, and bro, it was all like, surreal bro it was it was just it was getting me and I was like man I'm about to ball out that's how I felt I'm about to ball out and enjoy myself and enjoy this experience man so I hope that helped you kind of like how it felt as a real yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. tell everybody how to feel but like for me that's how it was that's how it was yeah man I mean yeah because I mean I I felt like I kind of was on the field at like as you were just talking about that and just like you know seeing Bill over there, what's up, Bill? And then you know just moving around and just being in the space. Oh man! Like I mean, I can imagine that the feeling was like was indescribable because it's one it's one of them things that you know you you dream about as a kid. It's one of them things that it was like like you're you're in the backyard or whatever playing around and so. Yeah, man. Toss up tackle, and then like oh, now man. you're here. You watch, you watch Michael Vick, people that you looked up to your whole life, and now you in that same position. And it wasn't like you know I was like sitting a bench and I'm starting and I'm a rookie. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, this this is about to be fun. I was just excited, man. It's it's hard to just explain. It's it's hard to explain, but man. Shoot, if you ever had good food, like I always tell people, man, it's like having good, you know, soul food cooked dinner and everybody over playing space. It's like that good family feeling, but at the same time, like this food's so good, 
I'm about to sit here and eat. Like, you know, it's that good that good home feeling, man. Like, it's, it's kind of like that, but you got to switch it into a football sense. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, analogy, but. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And, man. man. And then one thing I can really appreciate just about sports and and especially about football, man, I think it really brings everybody together. Like, it brings different cultures together. It brings different people together. There's, you know, like I know, James, if, if you're in Green Bay, and you know you got the cheese heads out there, it don't matter if they black, white, purple, green. You know, they got, hey, they got it going on. They they, they got the go pack. <laughs> like, it, like it, it, don't, it don't matter. So, so now just, just thinking about how, how football and sports bring cultures and people together. James, what you think about now as sports have stopped? Like, I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on that. Like, sports have stopped, and knowing that sports is the one thing that is all, all the time described as, like, being indestructible. Like, what does that, like, bring to mind for you? I mean, it's, it's it'll be, it's tough, I'm sure, for people, you know? I mean, it's going to be a lot of TV series uh, being watched. I mean, <laughs> people going to have to go back to childhood uh, <laughs> classics and you're going you're gonna to see a lot, lot of different things like, uh, I guess, being enjoyed um, or appreciated on TV as far as, you know, old Super Bowls or, mm. you know, old classic games. You know what I mean? They find a way to still – have basketball or still have football on TV because people love sports and is a soothingness to to a lot of people to watch. You know, is it is it and it is it exciting? A lot of sports are exciting to watch. You know what I mean? But now with everything going on, it's just going to be a lot of rewinding and going back flashbacks. And I don't think I think. Once the football season started and how the basketball season being kind of interrupted and stuff like that, like if all of this stuff just keeps staying the same, it'll get boring and old. Yeah. But eventually it'll pass. Yeah. You know, eventually it'll pass. But yeah, it's it's tough, man. I I know it's tough for a lot of people, especially sports fans. You know, yeah. especially sports fans. Yeah, man. Especially man, James. So, what's your go-to childhood TV show, man? Childhood TV, I, I man, I, I try to give give uh, my kids some of the stuff I watch. So like, uh, um, Hayden Fuller just a classic for everybody. Like I, I buy, buy our way in New York. So uh, uh, Home Alone and stuff. I mean, that's Christmas stuff, but those are childhood things that like you want to get to your kids and stuff. Um, oh man, it's so many, bro. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot, man. Yeah. 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 Fair, fair enough. Now I'm not gonna make you list them off. Uh, I'm not gonna make you list them all off, James. We were not, we're going to stop with that. That's okay. <laughs> man. But James, I'm just curious, man, this, and this is going to be my last football question, but I'm, Man, I'm I'm curious just just to know like when when you decided to you know to to leave the game of football, man, what was that feeling like for you? Just 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 knowing that it's time for something new, or knowing that you know you need to make the decision to do what's what's best for you for your family. 
and t- just just talk talk a little bit about that, James, because there's a lot of like student athletes, uh, you know, diff- different athletic departments that listen to this podcast. So you know, what, I I just want to hear that from you because you know a lot of them want that dream that that you had the opportunity to live to be in the Super Bowl, compete at the highest level. So when it was time to walk away, like what 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 did, what did that what was that feeling? Talk a little bit about that. Um, I, I'll say, um, while I was playing, you know, I gave it my all. Rather, uh, it didn't matter how much time I got sometimes or um, if I didn't get any time. Uh, I gave it my all. I enjoyed every moment. Um, I was myself through the whole process, you know, because I always had the thought that this doesn't last for forever. And then it's like, Football is that fairy tale life, you know. Mm. In fairy tales, it always ends with a happy ending or a sad ending. Something's gonna happen in the fairy tale, but one thing is consistent is that it doesn't last forever. Mm. So, if I prepare myself for when it ends and I'm ready for when it ends, I don't have to worry about anything because it'll be a smooth transition. So, there's an average of a certain amount of players who, uh, when you're playing running back, is an average, I don't know if it's like 1.5 years or something like that, that a running back plays in the league. I had surpassed that already after like three or four years, you know. I'm in my seventh year. I'm like, you know, what do I want to do after football? And um, my girlfriend was like, in my ear about it, what do you want to do after that? And I was like, you know, I really like this. And it's like kind of confusing because it's like I save up all my money. But what do I want to do with it and make it grow? You know what I mean? And at the time, I'm not spending anything. I'm helping my family, doing everything I want. But it was a process that I had to go through that, you know, after this football, what am I going to do? And so that's why I started thinking about it before football was even gone, you know. And that's why I knew, you know, Coach E.B. used to always say, you know, it's a fairy tale game. It's a fairy tale world in football. It only lasts so long, so enjoy it while it lasts. So... I mean, I enjoyed myself before I was there. I made sure I had a plan once I got out of it. You know what I mean? What did I want to do? And I put things in process so it's a smooth transition. Hmm. Yeah. That was that was that was good, James. That was good. That <laughs> yeah, was good. I did. I did, man. I I I, be, I think a lot, man. I try to get things right. <laughs> you know, people mess up on it once. You know what I mean? You shouldn't make the same mistakes. You know what I mean? As a person that's already messing up, you know? Man, definitely. Learn from. Man, definitely, definitely, definitely. Man, James, <coughs> James this has been good, man. This, this has been good. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I've definitely appreciated our time together, man, getting the opportunity, you know, to hop on, chop it up with you. Uh, but now, James, so like I told you before, I have something I like to call, I like to call this the, the two-minute drill. Okay. Okay, so the two-minute drill is, I'm, I'm just, I have, a, I have a few questions here. Okay. You know? And I'm I'm, I'm gonna run, run down them, and and then we will we'll set the clock, and we'll we'll, we'll we'll let it roll. You let me know when you're ready, and then we can right. let it roll. Let's get it. Let's get it. Okay, let let let's get it. Here we go. And this is lightning round, James. Because one time, right. one time I had a guy on. I'm not gonna say no names. I had a guy on my show, and I was like, all right, this is this is gonna be lightning round, and then. It, no, it wasn't lightning around. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so first answer that comes to mind. Okay, here we go, here we go. You ready? Yep. Okay, let's get I'm it. ready. Let's get it. Favorite food? 
chicken. How, how you like it cooked? Fried. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. A, a, a book that you're currently reading? Um, God dang. I read magazines. I'm not going to lie. Magazines. I, okay. I mean, ESPN. I just like sports, so I, I, I read ESPN books and stuff. Okay. Instruction good. books, stuff I like. Oh, there it is. Your quarantine Netflix show of choice? Ozarks. Mm, you on that too? Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all, all time favorite movie? Made it full. Mm, favorite quote? Uh, uh, I have a dream. Mm, there it is. And then, and then uh, you, you got a little bit more time. So what, what's one tip that you want to give to the student athletes that you want them to take away? One tip. Student athletes? Mm-hmm. One tip? Um, I would, man, it's kind of like a two-parter to me, man. I, I, I one, one tip, never, never give up, man. Never give up. Um, first of all, keep God first and then never give up. Because it's, I mean, I think no matter what, when you push yourself to the fullest, man, and things get tough, if you never give up, where you gonna do whatever you wanna do in life. So, so keep God first and never give up, for real. That's in school or anything. That's staying true with anything. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah, and this is and this is how many so how many how many degrees do you have now? Um, I'm about to be on my I, I I'm about to have four. You about to have four? I has well certifications probably don't count for you, but oh, I mean, I mean, it's, I, no. I got the green sustainable sociology okay. project management and, and, and sustainability. Dang. So now I'm about to get my engineering yeah, software. Wow! And on and on, yeah. top of that, and on top of that, you have a Super Bowl ring. Yes, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Thanks. So, like, what's so like? What is there left for you to do? Because you are, I mean, because because you're already working to do, you know, to to have the construction, to you know, to to go green, help other people go green. What what else is there? What else is there for you to do? Man, I want to help my city, man. I want to help my city, and I want to help like the unfortunate. To be truthful, I mean, you see a lot of things like you know, um, after just being around and researching and doing everything I'm doing um impoverished neighborhoods and stuff like that like they just don't have the luxuries that um people have in better neighborhoods as uh, far as even living spaces as far as um hvac systems and air conditioning and stuff like that the air that we breathe out here is actually fresher you you go to the hood they say they say what you come out here to the to the suburbs and stuff it just like you breathe in fresher air, you know what I'm saying? And in those communities, you have what um, plants and things that pollute the area. Which fresh air is one of the <laughs> big things about survival and brain strength, right? Mm. You breathe in good air, your brain potentially grows and grows fresher, fresher thoughts, you know. But you got all of this bad air. And you see a lot of killings and stuff like that. You people can't put a statistic on it, right? Because why? There's no way to, or whatever, right? But at the same time, when I look at it, I look at it as I want to help that situation. How can we give the same 
um, situation to those people. And you need obviously so much help to do it. So, I mean, I would have to establish myself as a builder. I would have to establish myself as a contractor and sustainable and all of that stuff. And that's the process that I have to take though, right? To get through all of these things, to have these um, certain like certifications people would like to call it or get people on the team that I need. And I got to find all of this stuff on my own, right? But I think in the long run, years down the road, years down the road, I can bring something back to my city. And by doing that, I can help other cities. And, you know, by by trying to do things the right way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a lot. It's a lot that I have to do. But, yeah, man, I did it. But I ain't, I'm not done yet. I'm not done, man. I still got a lot to do. Man, well, James, man, much respect on that. If there's if there's anything I can do, if, if I can, if I could be a, a help in any way, you know, I love I, I love to speak. So if, if there's any way I, I can be a resource to you, man, really let let me know because uh, I'm I mean I'm definitely with you in that because I know that that is not a one man job, and there yeah. definitely be more awareness around that to you know to help us go green and to help us make healthy decisions and ultimately just become more educated. So, yeah, uh, yeah, man. So appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate yeah. you having me. Appreciate you even, you know, taking the time to reach out to me, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. James, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> good, bro. The one and only good. James Starks. Amen. Amen. And this is John <laughs> the Ball.